0: what's going on gamers welcome to the graveyard i'm the graveyard gamer and thank you for joining me for this retro review now in today's review we're going to be talking about the matrix path of neo now this is the 2005 game that's right it came out a couple years after the original matrix trilogy had ended but to be fair gamers wanted a matrix game like that was a huge pop culture series of movies we wanted a game to enjoy with the only thing we had at that time was enter the matrix which came out in 2003 and it was kind of a side companion piece to The Matrix Reloaded film and ultimately you kind of played as Naomi, you played as Ghost and it kind of fell flat. Nobody wanted that. So this was the attempt to get to play as Neo and to relive those adventures. I think when it originally came out, I know I played a little bit, I don't know how far, I just have memories of kind of enjoying it. Around 2012, I found this game, but it's just been sitting there in my backlog. Well, we got Matrix Resurrections coming out. I'm stoked about it. It was time to go back in this game and I thought, you know what? I'm going to play through, I'm going to complete it, and then I'm going to give a retro review so you guys know if you guys should go back and relive this game. It's still worth playing all these years later, or if in 2021 this game just is a victim to the hands of time. Well, there's only one way to find out, so let's jump in and let's talk about The Matrix, Path of Neo. So gamers, let's start off with the story, and again, this is a 2005 game, and what this game did is they looked at the entire trilogy. ...of the original Matrix movies and they said, okay, we want to give this from Neo's perspective. And the Wiskowski sisters actually went through and they're the ones who wrote and directed this game... ...working with Shiny Entertainment. So they went through and they kind of edited some of the movie scenes. And you actually see some movie clips play out through this game. But they're very quickly put together, if that makes sense. Like You just see little clippets here and there covering several moments in each movie leading up to the next game level you're going to play... I'm gonna be honest with you, if I didn't watch those movies before, I would have no clue. Like, it is the, probably the worst case scenario of like, hey, let's, let's show some movie scenes to give some context of what's going on, cause it, it will make you lost. Like, I was sitting there going, what are they even trying to show us here? Uh, ultimately, then you go into the levels, and the levels, for the most part, you will get some, added levels if that makes sense you're going to get some expanding to what was going on behind the scene in the matrix you're going to get some expanding to levels just longer just to kind of build the natural way of hey a video game has to have a longer scene than a three minute action scene so you'll see some of that but for the most part the story does kind of flow along with the movies based on the levels and what you can get from those like I said those spliced together movie scenes until you get to the ending and I actually thought this was really cool and really kind of a wink, wink from the directors to the gamers. And you'll sit there, and of course that big boss battle at the very end of Matrix Revolutions, you'll do that. You'll fight Smith in that alleyway with all the other Smiths watching you. And after a little bit, you'll go in the air and you'll fight in the air. And then, right when you kind of both slam in the ground, that's the part in the movies where Neo does the martyr thing, right? He sacrifices himself so that, you know, the good can ultimately win. All of a sudden, the game stops. You see two chairs show up and then all of a sudden the little Atari style representations of the Wachowskis show up and they sit down and they basically talk and they say hey look the way the movie ends doesn't make sense in a video game nobody wants to just be the martyr at the end of the game you want to go out in an awesome boss battle so that's what we're doing they kind of give a little context I'm not gonna lie I did feel like it was a very passive-aggressive way to be like nobody understood the end of our movie so we're changing it for you guys However, in 2005, I'll be honest, I don't think gaming narrative had gotten to the point that you could be okay with your character dying at the end of the game. So I do agree with them that having a major boss fight was probably the best way to go. But it was just kind of an interesting scene to play out. Kind of cool, kind of like, okay, alright guys, I got where you're coming from. And then you get the final boss fight. It actually ends on a positive note and in a very interesting way mode whenever everybody starts chanting and cheering that you see from zion going we did it you know neo saved us you get queens we are the champion playing in the background it was a very cool moment thought it was awesome again for the most part if you've never seen the matrix movies you're going to be probably lost trying to figure out what the hell is going on if you've seen the movies multiple times you're probably still going to be going that's the weirdest splice of movies to kind of give context i've ever seen you do get these scenes of neo you do get all the major moments he went through Uh, i think that definitely works out very well but that does mean you're going to sacrifice some things you're not going to get that awesome freeway scene that trinity and morpheus are fighting on semi-trucks and whatnot because neo only shows up at the very end of that you're not going to get the big battle at the end of zion because again Neo's not there to help with that so these are things you're going to miss out some of the bigger moments from the franchise But I think they do a good enough job of kind of filling in the gaps on some levels. For example, I believe it's in Matrix Reloaded. They talk to the Frenchman and he kind of hints that, hey, there's some enemies that are like ghosts and werewolves and vampires because urban lore and legend and that was kind of incorporated into the Matrix you actually will fight those characters. And I thought that was actually really well done. For me, the story would be really kind of a mixed bag if I had no context of The Matrix. But knowing what The Matrix is, knowing what the story is, I enjoyed getting to play out those big scenes. Gamers, let's talk about the graphics. And first off, I was playing on a PS2. Understand that... From my knowledge, this game has never been remastered, it's never been put back out on the 360, the PS3, or anywhere past that. So this game is only available on the original Xbox and PS2 and PC as well. I'm not sure if this game is backwards compatible with the Series X. However, just know that when I'm playing it, I'm playing in that era of graphics. And I gotta say, it's hard to... Hold it against the game because the game comes off really dark on TV screens nowadays Like I had to go in there and adjust the brightness adjust the settings a couple of times and once I did the game actually looked really good So I I did a little research I watched some gameplay videos from when the game first came out and it actually did look really good for ps2 game It's just unfortunate that some games some more than others if you will They don't look as good when they go from that standard definition that we had back in 2005 And it gets stretched on the 1080 or higher resolutions of TV monitors that we have that have been the standard, if you will, of televisions for the last 12, 13 years. Matrix is one of those games that, because it's being stretched, it's like it gets a lot more darker in certain areas. There's a little bit of a haze on the screen. So just be aware of that. If you're going into this game right away, it's going to be like, oh, again, go into the settings, change things, brighten things up, because that's the biggest thing is everything's dark, because... What is cool, when you look past the technology aspect of it being aged and you go what they were going for, it's really well done. It has the look of the movies. First off, Trinity, Morpheus, Mr. Smith, Neo, they all look like the characters, especially for a PS2 era game. So I was very impressed with that. The backgrounds all have that dark green kind of sewn throughout them, just like the movies. If you look at the movies, there's a lot of dark colors, there's a lot of green. That's represented very well here when you're going into different areas, they all look different. I it, it looks really good. I mean, it's not a bad looking game for a PS2 game. It's just one of those things that I have to caveat that it probably looked really good on a standard television. It's not going to look good at all on a 1080 or higher resolution. It's just not. And I didn't play on a 4K. I can only imagine what it looked like on 4K. So just be aware of that. But If you go in there like I said mess with the settings I think you're gonna be okay I have to judge this not based on what it looked like in 2005 I have to judge it on what it looked like in 2021 and in 2021 based on what we have going on it doesn't hold up very well just because of how dark it is again you can fix that but it's gonna be a little bit of a slap to the face when you load it and see these environments for the first time and see that they're kind of blurry kind of foggy and muggy a little bit it's like oh man Alright gamers, it's time to talk about probably the most important aspect of any game, and that is the gameplay. And I have to tell you, I'm going to talk about the control scheme right away. It almost feels like it is the precursor to what we got in the Batman Arkham series with that free-flowing combat style. However, let me also say that... I actually really enjoyed the combat because it feels like what it's supposed to be. It feels like you're kung fu fighting because that's a lot of what's going on in the movies and stuff, right? So most of the attacks are done with the triangle button and you're going to sit there and attack. What's really cool is the triangle button and the attack also works as the block. So as you're punching, if for example an agent or just a regular enemy is blocking, they're just going to be sitting there hitting it and if they turn around and they start attacking you, you just keep hitting the attack button and you're going to be blocking it waiting for the opening. How do you get to an opening? Well, there's a cool dodge button, and basically you'll do, and I just say kung fu, I don't mean that in any kind of sarcasm. I say it because if you look at the Matrix movies, they move just like that. The animations are really cool. You'll do a cool flip around, and it allows you to get to a different opening, and you can start attacking that way. Then you add in, you have jump, so you can now jump, and what's really cool is you can upgrade to get higher. Once you're in the air, you can hold down the special button and boom, you can really slam into the guy. It's called a killing shot, an aerial killing shot. You also have one on the ground, and that circle button that's used to pull that off, if you use that in the right part of a combo, well, now you've opened up even more grapple moves that you can use to really do a bunch of added moves. There's moves to attack multiple people from different directions, though I will say the more complex you get with the moves, especially when you're trying to take out two or three people, the more complex you get with the controller input, and... I found myself not really hitting a lot of the bigger moves to do. They would take three or four hits, and ultimately I felt like a lot of times your hand ended up looking like a chicken claw with the different buttons you're trying to press to pull those moves off. But ultimately I enjoyed it. There's also a focus meter. What's focus? Well, focus is basically bullet time. Like everything slows down. That allows you to really kind of hit your combos, work those areas. It also allows you to focus and do better grapple moves and whatnot. But I think what the coolest thing is is at first it allows you to dodge bullets, right? Like that's what they say. And you'll sit there and you'll bend backwards and the bullets will fly past Neo and stuff. And that looks really cool. But what does Morpheus tell Neo in the movie? When you're ready, you won't have to dodge bullets. And that's exactly what happens here. Because the next time you get to upgrade, you hold down focus when people are shooting at you. You hold down square. Neo will hold his hand up and you'll just see all the bullets stopping. And with a simple button, they all go flying back to their enemies. Now I will tell you, there is not a lot of enemy damage done by those bullets. I think one boss fight was really affected by flinging the debris back at the boss, but for the most part, uh it really was just kind of protecting you more than anything. But other than combat, what else can you get into? Well, there's a lot of gunplay, and there's actually several different guns in this game from shotguns to pistols to semi-automatics to grenade launchers to bombs. I mean, there's a bunch in here. And I got to tell you, you know, it was a little weird the control scheme where you hold down l2 to kind of aim and r1 is your firing button and if it's a shotgun for example where you take one shot at a time you actually have to hit the r1 multiple times you can't just hold it down for it to constantly fire but even outside of that weird kind of layout there i thought they handled pretty well once you lock onto an enemy it's an easy flick of the right analog stick to move to a different enemy and it works very well what's really cool is as you jump as you run up on the walls you can sit there and constantly be shooting at the enemy so i thought that was really cool because you add that with the focus so everything's slowing down. Now you can actually see where the bullets are coming. It's really cool. Like it's you can actually see the little trail if you will from behind the bullet and you can dodge them while shooting yours to make sure they get it. And I thought that was really well done. Now, who are your enemies in this game? So you have a wide variety of different enemies. There's not too many times where you go and you see the same people one over and over again. However, your normal enemies are pretty easy to take down. I mean, they might take a little bit of work the further in the game you go. However, the ones that are going to cause you trouble should be no surprise, and that is agents. And in fact, up until a certain point in the game, it's just like the first movie. You just run. You cannot do anything to these guys. But once Neo believes, you know, once you get kind of past that first movie, you can start doing some heavy damage to the agents. And I got to tell you right now, I thought that was well done because here's these enemies that for the first third of the game, they're kind of somebody you got to watch out for. Like they will mess you up. But once you get past them and you learn that you can fight them, it becomes awesome because now you can kick their butt. It just feels like a major sense of progression. Later on, they'll get upgrades, and, you know, they'll be a little tougher again, but you'll still be able to take them out, and then you start dealing with the Smiths. And the cool thing about the Smiths is, you think about it. Outside of the very first battle with Agent Smith, most of the time in the trilogy, when Neo fought Smith after that, he fought multiple versions, and guess what? You're going to do that here, and those scenes are in this movie. Remember in Matrix Reloaded where they're at the park, and neo takes on a 100 smiths and they've got like the flagpole and he's knocking them around with that you're gonna do that in this game and i gotta say for ps2 it is extremely impressive that you will be fighting so many smiths while in the meanwhile around the primer there's a ton of smiths just running around like i mean it was really impressive that they pulled that off you'll also be doing several battles with a lot of people in rooms and you know what i did have some glitches and i did have some slowdown however i looked up several reviews and nobody really talked about this so I'm going to chalk up a lot of my issues with the gameplay when it came to glitches, whether it be freezings or pausings or even when the sound would just dip out, as probably an old disc, an old PS2, something of that nature. So for the most part, I think it ran pretty dang well for what they were doing in 2005 on a PS2. Some of the other stuff you do in the game is you are going to be upgrading. You will sit there after so many missions, you'll earn a token. And you know what? There's about four rings. And the first three are really just kind of growing your abilities, if you will. Allowing you to be stronger. You know, like there's a weapon strip, which is really cool. When enemies are firing at you, you can run up and you can press two buttons and pull the gun away. And at first you pull it away and you just throw it. Well, the next thing you pull it and now you keep it. Then the third one is now. Soon as you pull it, Neo is going to open fire on whoever the enemy you took it was, plus the other ones around. So it's things like that that upgrade. When you get to the final ring, those are these... They're not permanent. They only last for the level you're on, but some of them are amazing. One of them allows you to kinda at any time regain your health and focus. One of them that I would use a lot at the end is it was an instant if you die, you were brought right back. So I thought that was valuable. I thought the upgrade system in and of itself was pretty cool. It's nothing that you have to go out of your way to work for It's just something the game is gonna reward you with the more and more you play. So definitely some fun stuff with that. Now I mentioned earlier how some of the levels kind of expand on what's in the movie here is where the biggest downfall of this game goes and that is because anything that they kind of embellish a little bit now if it's just expanding the level for the most part it's not bad but any kind of extra they do to show you some behind the scenes if you will what's going on in the movie i gotta say those levels were not really well done for example the training levels you know in the movie where neo sits there and he kind of gets jacked into the matrix and all of a sudden he's like i know kung fu and morpheus is like show me well you will get to play that fight out and that is really well done however that is the first of several several training missions i mean you are going to do them and they i would say i played the game about 12 hours total i would probably say three to four hours was just in training and they're not fun they're really kind of weird like at one point when you're learning guns it's like a 1950s china movie if you will it's just really weird you'll learn your uh, controls with swords in a japanese style it just doesn't fit in the tone with with the rest of the game which means it doesn't fit in with the movies which is always weird to me i get it they're simulating and and learning swords and stuff but the fact that they are so long they're so redundant. man it was a slog to get through them so i didn't like that there are other missions where they kind of expand and they just kind of give you a little bit more and Some of them be hit or miss. For example, you'll do one where... If you remember in the second Matrix movie, they talk about Neo's doing his Superman thing and he's looking to help people and he's been freeing people or whatever. Well, you'll play some of those. I think five of them. Some of them are not bad. They're really quick. And some of them are, again, they're just a slog. Like they were just trying to go okay we only have like four hours of game here let's find ways to expand this so that kind of hurt the biggest one for me though was this really weird labyrinth level you get to when you're chasing the frenchman and you're trying to get to the key master like you sit there and you go in this room and you've got to pick all these doors and the first door you go to is nothing but this giant maze like you go through one door now the world turns upside down and you got to find your way around and guess who you're fighting in this level by the way giant ants Do you remember at any point in the Matrix movies where you see Neo, Morpheus, or Trinity fight giant ants like the size of you? I don't either. So it just felt weird. It felt out of place. That's always been my issue with movie adaptation games when they try to add something to it and it just doesn't feel tonally in line with what the source material is. That was a big thing here. It was weird. Now, again, I did like the level where you actually fight vampires because to me, It was kind of hinted at in the second movie, but we never really seen too much of it. Though I will say they get extremely goth with the setting and whatnot, but overall it was cool. And then on the next level, you're fighting a witch, which again kind of fits in with the theme they were going with, with hey, there's these, you know, glitches in the Matrix, but I kind of did feel like that pushed it a little bit too much. Like, okay, we're, we're again, we're, I didn't mind moving into the vampires because that was kind of hinted at, but we never really explored it too much, but now we're just going a little too far, especially after the ants. And then finally, the final boss fight. The final boss fight to me was kind of a letdown. Like you fight this giant mega smith, but really all you're doing is dodging his attacks. Depending on your difficulty, uh, you're either going to have two, three, or four moves that this giant smith does. You're really just dodging. After a few dodges, you fly into him. You cause a big hole. If you get hit so many times, you're on the ground and you just have to punch a boulder as it comes to you. The thing is, it just takes a long time. I also, one of his uppercut moves that he does, for the beginning part of the fight, it was so hard to dodge that. Now once you got farther in the fight where he lost an arm, it was easy to dodge and it made the fight a lot better. But man, it took me so many tries just because of that one move would weaken me so bad. But again, it was just kind of lackluster and even that seemed like they just kind of were padding. Like, we need to make sure we hit a certain mark in this game or it's just not going to be long enough. So one thing I will say, I didn't mention the difficulty. You don't actually choose your difficulty. The game chooses it for you. And the way they do it, I thought was actually really well done. You know that scene at the end of the first Matrix movie where Neo and Trinity walk into the building to save Morpheus and they have all the bag of guns and they just fight a ton of security guards? Yeah, well, you're going to play that level out later in the game. But in the beginning, you kind of ape that and you just keep fighting enemies over and over again. And what the game does is it takes an account of how well you're dealing with the control system how far you get before you get killed and it'll say okay cool this player can play on normal he needs to go on easy or they need to go on hard because they're just destroying this so i thought that was really well done a kind of a nice little kind of intuitive way of feeling where you fit with the game and i'll be honest with you i never felt like the game was too easy or too hard so it's really well implemented Mm -hmm. Alright gamers, let's talk about the fun factor. Obviously there's no trophies in a PS2 game, but when it comes to fun factor, I gotta say, I'm kind of on the fence about it. When the game was firing, when you're reliving those scenes, when you're fighting a big group battle, and it's just very impressive all the moves you can pull off, and dodging and whatnot, it's awesome. The problem with the game is, is there is a lot of those levels that are just added to the story, and those levels for the most part, I'd say seven out of ten just don't work very well like they're just kind of either they're uninspired or they're way off the mark like fighting giant ants or they're just frustrating unfortunately it's kind of like in that middle bag because again when it is firing on all cylinders you're like heck yeah this is the matrix game i want but then they follow that up with something you're going what the heck am i even supposed to be doing here so fun factor right in the middle of the road Alright gamers, time for that final review. Now if you've been following my retro reviews, you know that since I am reviewing these games in 2021 and they could have came out, in this case, 16 years ago, I don't give them a numbered score and I don't judge them based on when they originally dropped out, I judge them based on how they play now. And I give them a score, either a relive, meaning, hey, go play that game right now, it's still well worth playing, especially with the movie coming out, you're going to be excited to play, boom, this is still good. Or I give them a remembered meaning, you know what, maybe when this game came out it was really good, but Father Time has not been kind to it, the gaming industry has just moved too far along with it, or just, quite frankly, it just doesn't play well anymore. Maybe it never did. Ultimately, at the end of the day, I have to give this game a remember. It sucks because you got this movie coming out, you want to play something, we haven't had a Matrix game in since this game, so 16 years, but this is just not the game. The reason being is, like I said, there's too much of a middle of the road with that fun factor there were more levels that were based in the movie and more true and just played more smoother i would definitely have gone with the relive but when you take an account of the long amount of time you're going to spend training which is is a killer like if you can get past that like that's half the battle right there and then the different levels that are just like what am i supposed to be doing like this doesn't make any sense and man like this is just kind of frustrating honestly you take all that together I just go I have a hard time recommending people tracking this game down because this is gonna be a hard game to find anyway maybe on PC I don't know maybe Xbox has a on game pass or digitally but at the end of the day it's got to be a remember I do hope that at some point maybe they remake this game or take the idea of this game and go you know what let's Let's actually give a full-on Matrix game and let people really get into it. I think with today's technology, you would have an awesome game. It is just that franchise is built for a game based on it that people would love. Plus, who wouldn't want to play as Keanu Reeves at this point? Am I right? So ultimately, I hope you enjoyed this review. I would love to know your thoughts on Matrix Path of Neo. And you can let me know at thegraveyardgamer at gmail.com, thegraveyardgamer on Instagram, and thegraveyardg on Twitter. Till next time, I'll be Creeper on the Graveyard. (laughs)